Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, Dildon Picks, Dylan, and my buddy Lucas over here, my co-host. Lucas of Ligure Films, officially. We're going yes. with that. We are back for Mile a Minute Movie Talk, episode two. And hopefully with better video audio quality and all that good stuff. All the shebang. <laughs> the first episode was almost a disaster. No. <laughs> no. Burned down the studio. We had to move. As you can see, yeah, I, I'm in a different place. I am on the opposite side of my room that I was in before. <laughs> no, but yeah, so we're back and we're going to talk about some stuff that happened this week. Um, I think the biggest thing that we were really want to make sure we talked about was the Golden Globes, which hopefully some people watched. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> we didn't really watch all of it. We had yeah, plans. we we tuned in. We had plans that day, which we'll yeah. get, we'll get into that later. But we hinted at last time. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so I watched a good part of it, maybe the first half. And yeah, um, I'd say I was pretty pretty darn happy with the results. I I I, I think the actual winners. Like I don't have a lot of complaints there. Yeah. Um. You know, like I think I was really happy with a few of them, especially, um, you know, Kihai Kwan winning yeah. for uh, was it best supporting actor in drama comedy? Yeah, no musical musical comedy, comedy. Yeah. and then uh, obviously best performance by a lead actress Michelle Yeoh. So, mm -hmm. and then everything else, um, I think I kind of just was like whatever on. There's nothing that I was like, oh, how did that win? Nothing crazy surprise. I was happy for Guillermo del Toro, but like that's a loaded nomination. Yeah. Anything but Turning Red, I would have been happy with, which is Puss in Boots, Turning Red, Marcel the Shell to choose on, Inuo, and Pinocchio's. So I was like, Pinocchio is probably the favorite. Yeah, I, 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 I just loved the nominees for animation. Yeah, and so that I was like go... a really good nominee. So I was pretty happy. Yeah, there was only so many of those those nominees I've seen yet. I've seen Marcel the Shell to choose on as well as Inuo. Uh, and Turning Red, actually. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've seen a majority of them. Yeah, the I've seen Turning I... Red, Puss in Boots. I haven't seen Pinocchio yet. Oh, you have seen Puss in Boots? Yeah, I saw that today, uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, we'll have to talk we'll about that later. The, we'll I, get around to really that, want, yeah. I do really want to see it. Um, um, my biggest yeah. surprise, I think, was uh, non-English. Oh, yeah. Argentina 1985. Argentina 1985 has been getting good reviews, but there's not like it's not like the big dominant like foreign language film that is kind of getting into international film getting into like the narrative like everybody's talking about like decision to leave definitely rrr is still talking a lot of people are talking about that but uh yeah all quiet on the western front as well i haven't heard anything mm. about close but i didn't really hear anything about argentina in 1985 so it's nice to see that win. uh yeah seems like a interesting film so i immediately was like okay now i need to watch that one soon because it was already on my watch list yeah, I, I'm excited to see. Um, well, you know, it's a bummer that like RRR wasn't nominated for that, uh, or well, it was at the it was. Clubs, but it wasn't um, submitted for the. Yeah, because how the Oscars do it, it's super dumb. Yeah, so I don't like of... that. I don't like that whole system. The uh, the film body of the country picks the movie to nominate, and then they choose from the film body's nominations, which is kind of just weird. Yeah, I think the biggest thing there is like I'm really excited to see that movie, and especially the fact that that okay, that was a nice surprise that that one original song or mm -hmm. yeah, it won something which I was super happy about. Mm -hmm. it, it won that. That was really cool. I think I was really happy with like there was a lot of really good speeches, but again, it, I'm really disappointed that award shows still don't understand what people who watch award shows want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's we like... want, you know, we want to see the nominee the winners talk we want to see them that's like the whole point we don't want to see you know all these monologue jokes and like we, like it's 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 just so such a bummer when these guys get cut off in their speeches yeah and it's like i mean for that one at least they didn't really have a lot of drivel when i was watching it they had a lot of like stuff i really like the host uh, i just saw on the count of three i think i was talking about that i saw that and uh so he was uh the host actually gerard was, uh... carmichael I believe? yes yeah I, I i caught a few of his jokes um <clears throat> i thought he was fine yeah uh I, I don't know if you saw it but i think the best um <laughs> he, has a, he has a weird cadence yeah he doesn't seem like a comedian but that he's like funny but he's like dry funny kind of deadpan yeah, yeah exactly um but yeah 
people kept poking fun at Will Smith. Obviously, he was the butt yeah. of every joke. But I don't think anyone really landed except for Eddie Murphy. Did yeah, Eddie Murphy that? was the only one. That was a great one. And he put it took a stab at Wesley Snipes too. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, well, during it, he was like the three things in Hollywood, and he said, "Pay your taxes," oh, which yep, is the big yep. ones. Wesley Snipes, and then oh, uh, oh. it was like mind your own business, and then it was the Will Smith joke. Yeah. But then, of course, um, other big moments. Loved Michelle Yeoh's speech. Mm-hmm. Um, nice to see Angela Bassett win for Wakanda Forever. Yeah, that was cool. Um, again, though, there's some dis- there was definitely some disappointments on the TV series. Yes. Which we'll get into soon. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if anyone watching recognizes that <laughs> shirt Lucas is wearing. America Samoa University, baby. <laughs> we will get into that shortly. Yes. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I mean, the Golden Globes to me really is just a nice kickoff for, like, the big awards. Yeah, you know? like. It's like a refresher. Bef- yeah, there's, the, there's a couple before it, but it's really, like, kind of the start of the year. And then, like, right after Critics Award. So, you know, that was also mm-hmm. a thing we'll eventually talk about probably right after this. It wasn't just nice that it was back. It's, yeah. You know, like. I'm glad they're mm-hmm. at least working on their issues. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, uh, definitely. A lot of it will sway into my Oscar voting, but definitely yeah. not right. Uh, best actor, because obviously Brandon Fraser was never going to win. <laughs> right. When the director that ran it up until last year was the guy who blacklisted him and assaulted yeah. him. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's that whole issue with like yeah. there was all these people, all these big name actors and actresses who won that weren't there, like Kate Blanchett, mm-hmm. um, yeah, a few other people. But um, yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's you know there was a good amount of support, but there was definitely a lot of people who were not. Well, some people were just busy. Like, yeah, they, it wasn't all just Brendan Fraser's situation, unfortunately. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah. And then the set, you know, as far as just news, this, you know, with Austin Butler winning, I was really happy for him. I think him and Brendan Fraser are the front runners for sure. Yeah, um, for like, but, yeah, him and then maybe Colin Farrell, but he's won before. So yeah, but then we had the sad situation with Lisa Marie Presley. So that like, yeah, right know, after, I'm hoping she at least saw that, you know, because that was I know no, I know she, she was, was there. Oh, she was there. Yeah, yeah, she passed. She passed away, I think, a day or two after. But she uh, she talked to Austin Butler there. Yeah, so she Apparently. was. I, I had heard that she was. She and a lot of her family members were very favorable of Elvis mm-hmm. and his performance. So at least she got to see that. You know, that was really sad. But um, yeah, let's see. I don't think there's much more on the Golden Globes. I yeah, um, Spielberg favorite for a lot yeah. of things. Anyone? There, there was so. a lot. There was a lot of. Um, typical selections like we had the banshees of an Sheeran. yeah like banshees seeing... it's like a movie i'm going to see soon i know yeah but like it's one that i just you know i'm kind of i've seen that director stuff he always wins a bunch of stuff or his movies at least won a bunch of stuff every time and so it's kind of like his movies are i i think some of them are good but like i feel like a lot of them kind of get blown out of proportion but you know i'll see see what it is when i watch it yeah i do like martin mcdonough and I've seen In Bruges. I've seen a few other mm-hmm. films of his. Did he yeah. do um, I feel like Psychopaths? A, he did. I think so. I don't know. But he did uh, Three Billboards and like that one. Has oh, he did aged that? as well. Yeah. I liked it when I first saw it, but like, I don't, I, I think the only person that, sh- I mean, it's kind of weird watching it back now. You know, there's a lot hmm. of, a lot of extra stuff and you're kind of like, eh. But I okay. really think that the actors definitely sh- won for that. And so that's what they won for. So. Okay. I forget yeah. what won Best Picture that year, though. I think it was like Moonlight or something. Um, in the year that Three Billboards was out, I think yeah, that was I the can't... following year. I think that was um, Greenwick. No, that was the year before. Maybe it might have been. Well, it was 2018, I think. Yeah, yeah, but... that's what I thought. I thought it was 2018. Because yeah, Green Book won 2019, so 2018 was uh, what like Shape of Water. Yeah, Shape of Water. Yeah, that was Shape of Water. Yeah, I remember that. So now. that makes sense. Yeah, no, I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> well. I think we should uh, talk about our biggest disappointment. Yeah, it's Wolves. a reoccurring disappointment. As well as <laughs> the Emmys. I will never care about the Emmys. I don't, mm. or I mean, because of this, I'm hyperbole, <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's very felt like, honestly, in my opinion, since we're talking, you know, Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad, I think Better Call Saul as a whole is a better series. Um, yeah. 
which is they're very close, but I would say Better Call Saul takes the cake just a little bit, and that it didn't win anything ever except for like in the tertiary like show award shows. Like I'm glad they get recognized by their peers, but like in the critics' sense, it's very interesting that a lot of them aren't getting anything. Like, yeah, um, yeah, I, I I'm completely with you. I think I'm, yeah, you know, we are kind of in the minority, but the there's something about Better Call Saul that I think is extremely underrated. And it's also like, I feel like in general, it does everything that Breaking Bad did, but in certain ways it does a lot of things better. Yeah. And also um, just who won over who, what he would have been nominated for, which was like Yellowstone again for Kevin Costner, which is such a, he isn't that great in that show. I've seen like maybe like five episodes of that show and a lot of them he's like you know he's kind of like the same gruff guy that he's in a lot of his western stuff and he's just not Mm. as inspiring or as dynamic as a character i would say compared to like um uh him in uh yeah like not his name uh oh bob Bob odenkirk yeah yeah bob odenkirk and like better call is just like how he like transforms that character from what it was at breaking bad is just insane and not to ever get an emmy or a golden globe win it's kind of dumb yeah, and and hope and thankfully there's one more shot because they will they will be eligible for next year. This year's Emmys. Yeah, because the, because half the season was split with the midseason finale. Yeah, they kind of that's yeah that's like kind of some shows do it. So hopefully they maybe finally mm-hmm. get an Emmy, but it's and so long. This is my prediction. It's yeah, it's either going to be so much time has passed. There's going to be some big TV breakthrough like a Squid Game and something's yeah. going to come around that people are going to fall in love with. That's going to take that slot. But here's my prediction mm-hmm. for like special guest in a limited, you know, or limited role. Like we're going to see what's her name. Um, Miss Burnett, Carol Burnett. Oh yeah. She's going to get, yeah. she's going to win. <laughs> I, I swear. That's going to be the only better call Saul award from the Emmys or the globes or these big mm-hmm. names, but we'll see. I, I do think there's a chance. There's been so much love for that show. And I think the more the word gets out, the more people... I think there's probably a lot of people that stopped watching it and now they are finishing it. Yeah. And so, like, it's going to just, like... Breaking Bad has lived on so well and been a part of the conversation for, forever and still to this day that Better Call Saul is going to keep... The, it, it within the same universe, so it's going to keep that same momentum for who knows how long, you know? I yeah. just feel like I feel it's going to have that word of mouth power. Yeah, and also I think that at least for some people they're like I never watched Breaking Bad because it was too violent for me or something like that, you know. It's like I don't yeah. watch a show about drugs. Well, the drama aspect of uh Better Call Saul is so like intense and like there's very it's very character driven and like courtroomy and like a lot of behind the scenes for like the first 3 seasons with like some tongue in cheek humor and all that. It's super fun. And then it just like reels you in and destroys you the last like two seasons. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so we, we've been, we've been uh, talking about this amongst ourselves for a long time because this is just such a frustrating thing, but yeah. So long story short, if you've never seen better call Saul, or if you even got halfway through it and we're like, yeah, no, it's good, but I never had the urge to finish it. Mm-hmm. It just definitely gets, <laughs> it just gets better and better. Once Tony Dalton shows up, we get yes. you know, another Salamanca and and all everyone is just so good in that show. You know, I it has a chance of winning some best ensemble awards. I think there's like a Yeah, definitely. A, a SAG. Like, it's nominated for best ensemble at the SAG. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah. So. It's it's definitely dominated a lot of or not dominated but one a good amount of awards at all the more like peer-reviewed and stuff like that but like yeah the critic award shows have never been or the body of whatever amount of people just never never does good at the big ones for tv so it's always interesting well i do want to thank our our this was a special request to discuss which we probably would have to be fair done it anyway but this was a special request from my buddy brennan you guys know him on youtube as brennan spark <laughs> he is also a big better call Saul fan and lucas and i and him were having well separately having conversations about this that that last season and the yeah. last few years for a while so better better call Saul will live on and we'll have to revisit this 
<laughs> this conversation again in the future. If, uh, yeah, yeah, when the Emmys come around. Yeah, if something else comes out. So, but hey, it had a great run. Yeah. So, well, but on that note, we should talk about some other stuff we've been watching recently. Yeah, should um, we go straight into? I think that we should preface with other shows that we watch because we can do that real quick. Sure. And then go into our watch with us that we yeah. did for this week. You go so, first. I'll go first. Okay. Let me remember. <laughs> <laughs> um so this week i watched i had a movie hangout with one of my friends who used to work at the video store with me that where i met dylan omar who may or may not i mean not me he probably will eventually be on here but um since then i think the last movie i watched i talked about last time was clear cut so since then i watched megan we're going to talk about that next but um on that night that I hung out with him, I watched Detention in Tokyo Tribe. Detention is a really weird, super meta, 2011 horror movie with Josh Hutcherson directed by the guy who directed Duel, who was like a mu- music video, or sorry, no, who directed Torque. Oh, God. Um, and so he's like, all his movies are like super weird and meta. And like this one like riffs on himself as well. It's like almost feels like it's a joke movie for him and his friends and it's like just so fun to watch it like is a really interesting comedy because it's written in a way that you doesn't give you time to like joke pause for a laugh then the next joke it just riffs and it just keeps going so it's just gonna like hit you at different points and it's just so fun and it's just really weird it's like no way to explain it it's a parody of scream and like all these other movies comments on the industry of like filmmaking tropes and all that and it's just so crazy and then after that, I watched an as crazy movie called Tokyo Tribe, which is just a Sion Sono um, movie that he did. Uh, that's a adaptation of a musical, rap musical set in Japan. That what? was a popular manga in the 90s. Yeah, and it's so crazy. It's very, like, there's a lot of nudity in it. Because it's <laughs> like these gangs and stuff, and it's very weird. But it's... It's so crazy. It just feels like one really long, like hectic jet set radio influenced rap musical, and it's hilarious. Like Warriors, just to to like dial the ten, like the Warriors movie plus like music, and it's like all these turf wars and rap. They all have like weird weaponry. They all have weird styles. All the different gangs, just so fun. I, oh. I'd seen both of those before. I just Omar hadn't seen them in their full run, so we watched those, and then. I think my first watches this week after that were Puss in Boots, the first one I hadn't seen. I thought that yeah. was fine. Okay. Um, wasn't anything crazy good, but it was a movie I watched, and it was was bad. Um, nothing. There's, I mean, after seeing that and then seeing the new one, which yeah. I also saw. Should I talk? I should I talk about that? <laughs> you can touch on it. Yeah, I, yeah. It was just to... really good. Um, I really liked the how they wrote a villain. It's not like the stereotypical like either a reverse villain where they like fake you out with a villain or it's just like a color swapped villain like they do in a lot of things nowadays or like i'm just you but opposite it was like something super intriguing and it's very haunting he has a signature when he shows up and it's just really really cool also the animation is very spider-verse influenced Mm. um but at a higher frame rate so it's at a normal 24 frame rate instead of like the i think it's 14 or 16 that uh spider-verse is at but it's like the same style super colorful super beautifully animated and the story is like original enough that it's like really interesting to watch i think the theater i went into there wasn't really like that many kids it was like an honest split of like families with kids and then just like people going to see the movie because it's just been getting really good reviews i think it's like a 4.2 on letterbox and it's like in the 90s on both on rotten tomato and like an eight something on uh imdb so it's really killing it right now and i saw that last night so that is what i've seen up to now but yeah definitely go see puss in boots and definitely watch Detention or Tokyo Tribe if you want something really we'll weird, to, crazy, or dumb. We'll have to, yeah, that, those sound like some movies I'll have to throw on for yes. a blockbuster night or a... yeah, <laughs> Detention. Detention I did bring and we put it on that one time. Remember first blockbuster oh, night? It was that one. That okay. movie. Yeah, I have Got it on it. Blu-ray now. Nice. Well, um, I did just add the first Puss in Boots to my watch list on Netflix mm-hmm. DVD. Woo woo, DVD fans out there. <laughs> DVD. It, well, it's it's the Blu-ray. Yeah, but... I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I recently resubscribed to the DVD Netflix for that nostalgia factor. I love it, and it's still they have plenty of stuff you can still rent. It's crazy. They have a great giant selection. But um, so I've never seen the first Puss in Boots. So I'm gonna watch that first. Yeah, I just 
obviously that's what I saw. And it, yeah, and it's got it's got its stuff, but yeah, yeah. like I, I mostly just want to see it so I can see. Um, it definitely you have a yeah feels like the end of that DreamWorks era when you watch it. Uh, okay, yeah, like I, part of me is like I'm just like why did I never watch this? But two, I want to see the evolutions now yeah. that we have the new Puss in Boots, and I, I'm very excited to see that one. So um, those two, I'm looking forward to seeing. So if if and when I see Last Wish, maybe we can talk about that one a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Or, or both of them. But um, yeah, so I, I watched a couple things this week. Um, I watched Tar, the new drama film starring Kate Blanchett, which you haven't seen, right, Lucas? I haven't seen Tar or Banshees, which are both I'm hopefully going to watch this month. Yeah, that might be, I might see Banshees this week too. Um, but Tar was a very interesting character study. Um, it deals mm-hmm. with uh, a composer who's not a real-life composer. Although exactly. The, the film feels like it's a biography. It's so well mm-hmm. done in that aspect. Um, but it's about a woman who is um, struggling with all these accusations being thrown out that maybe she has some some weird thing going on with her students and people that she encounters. Um, she, you, you sort of see it as like a slower paced film in the beginning. And then there are these elements in the background that slowly unravel. And then all of a sudden the film just kind of like speeds up in a way that's like, it just hits you really quickly. It becomes kind mm-hmm. of a thriller and, um, Kate Blanchett is phenomenal. I think she's absolutely in my, I haven't seen every movie she's been in, of course, but it's probably one of her best roles, if not her best, you know, I think she is very likely along with Michelle Yeoh. They are both the front runners for best actress this year mm-hmm. at the Oscars. Um, it's a pretty long film, but I never found myself really that bored. I was into it the whole time. There are a few moments where. I'm not sure where they were going with things, but it all kind of pays off. Um, and yeah, I highly recommended that. I, I actually rented that from Netflix DVD. Uh, and that was a really good transfer for those of you out there, physical media lovers, really good quality film. Um, I watched Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, which you haven't seen, right, Lucas? Yeah, no, I have not, which I um, definitely will. So I watched that with my lady friend. We had a good time. And that film, I so it is extremely well done. You know, the animation is incredible, of course. Guillermo del Toro has such a great vision. But the the animation, you know, stop motion has never been, like, my absolute favorite. I do appreciate it. I respect it because it's, like, I can't believe people actually make those movies because of how much time and effort goes into it. Mm-hmm. watching this one it's just like i'm like how is this even real like it's like i don't understand how people did it like like and um the, the quality is so good but also i was surprised that the sum of the film is kind of a musical there are music elements i did i actually almost would have preferred that there wasn't as much music Mm-hmm. Um, because the film itself has such a core drama to it with the family, with, you know, the, if, for those of you who are, might be unfamiliar with the Pinocchio story, Geppetto loses his son. He recreates a, a boy made of wood, and then he takes the spirit of his son, and basically he thinks he's, he doesn't know who he is, but he, uh, and, you know, he tells a lie, and his, his nose grows and all that, and there's a lot of heart to it, and it really has a great emotional impact, so I was really... I was really happy with how it ended. I think the only issue I had with it was it feels like a movie that wants to be a little more adult, but also feels like it has to cater to kids. So there are yeah. there are parts of it that in the middle where you just kind of had that adventure, you have these like fun things or these interesting things happening. But I got a little, I, w- I would say I didn't get bored, but I could see some people watching it getting a little bored at some point. But it's also because the film is not super fast paced. It's not like it's not like an animated film like maybe Puss in Boots where things are so quick and fast like most animated movies are these days. It's 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 nice and slow. So yeah, it's extremely well done, but I will say it's not perfect. But for Guillermo del Toro's vision, 
it's it's really great like it's um it really hit me at the end too emotionally so okay yeah it's a good one and definitely one you'll have to see before the the award season comes up um another did we want to touch on tv uh we didn't touch you you had watched a little bit some new tv and i had watched a little tv or do we want to save that um i mean you could just throw it out there um so i did uh the season two premiere of vinland saga which is a vikings anime yes Uh, very popular yeah it's an extremely well done show um for me it has a mix of like the northmen and game of thrones drama and action and it's it's incredible and i um I'm really excited to see where the second season goes. Um, there's a new studio. Well, not a new studio, but a different studio, MAPPA, who have taken over for WIT Studio. So the who animation... has taken over all of anime. <laughs> right. They've been animating almost everything, yeah. not actually, but a very, very large amount. They did just Chainsaw Man, which I... Oh, yeah. Yeah, just finished that, so yeah. So if you haven't seen Vinland Saga, right? So that's, um, that's one I definitely... When you're looking to start a new one, it's yeah, on Netflix... That... That's one I've been wanting to read the manga first because I've heard the manga is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, manga. I have a friend who wa- who read the manga, and he got bored at some point, and he mm. has not watched the show. Um, <laughs> he didn't finish it though; he just got yeah. bored. He he did not. He wasn't a fan of the direction the series takes after the first, like the prologue after the first season of the anime. Yeah, it starts to slow down a little bit, and there's not as much action. But um, I won't I won't say why. I, one I'm not exactly sure, but I'm still. I I've seen a bunch of farming jokes about it, so. <laughs> but yeah, so that that is just a fantastic series. So um, I'm really excited. It's it's a weekly episode thing they're doing on Netflix right now, which is cool. I haven't mm. seen that many up situations where they've done that with anime. Uh, but yeah, so and you watched something? Yeah, I watched. Um, I don't know if I talked about it last time or not. I just remembered. Uh, I. Started and finished Severance on uh, Apple TV. Oh, yeah. I don't think we talked about that. Yeah, that was really good. Um, what's his name? Directed by Adam Ben Scott? Stiller. And oh. Adam, what's his name? Adam Scott. The, Adam Scott is the main actor. Really good cast. Uh, Mark Totoro, um Christopher Watkins, uh, and uh, I forget her name. She's a female actor. Uh, she was really good, too. Uh, but yeah, I really liked that series. Uh Definitely don't see it going more than two seasons, but it, if it does, it might stay. It's overstay its welcome, but it was really good so far. Is it Definitely two? On a cur- is it two currently, or it one? got renewed for a second season? Gotcha. But um, it ends on a cliffhanger for season one. Got it. But very well paced, like mystery, corporate kind of thing. Definitely recommend it. Uh, definitely deserves like all the stuff that I was getting. I I wasn't like fully engrossed the whole time, but like it's really intriguing because you kind of like figure, you know, you're trying to figure out what's the big plan because they mm. don't even like tap on that. They really hint on that. Oh, we're gonna talk about that later. We're just trying to figure out why they're doing it first, and then what are they doing it for after? So that's gonna mm. be the intriguing part. Yeah. Um, Okay. There you go. <laughs> well, I know that you also watched the first episode, The Last of Us, but yes. I haven't seen it yet, and I think we're mm-hmm. going to plan on talking about maybe the next two, or the first, well, the first two, Yeah. maybe next week. That would yeah. be fun. Well, the next episode, next you... week, so we'll be able to talk about the next, the first two, but yeah, very good. It's like 80 minutes long, so it's like a short movie, uh, really fun. Uh, definitely, I think it's like pretty much like almost to a T like that amount of time that you're in the game around an hour, 90 minutes of gameplay. So it's, I mean, it'll definitely accelerate more from there, but yeah, definitely really into that. And did you, um, did you actually finish the game? Uh, the first one? Yeah. I haven't played the second one yet though. I don't know why I just I... was came out when I was in college and I just haven't got around to it. It's 14 hours into a game. <laughs> yeah. I haven't finished the first game. I know. I know, but I, I feel I, I do want to. So you I got a PS5. I, you can buy the upgraded version now. Yeah. Well, I do have at least a version of it that I can yeah, play on my the remastered PS4 yeah. version. Yeah, I'm <laughs> tempted to get the new one, but you know, I'll probably just if I'm gonna replay it, I'll probably get that. I really like the multiplayer for that game. So, but yeah. Nice. Well, I think with that we should quit holding suspense and bearing the lead <laughs> with our yes. uh, 
with what we both watched at the same time with each other. Megan! <laughs> M3GAN, or Model 3 Generation Android. Oh, good job for uh, remembering that. I would have lost that. I feel like I tried to repeat that in my head every time I saw the title again. I'm like, oh yeah, that stands for what again? Yeah, Megan. We watched Megan at uh, our local theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a lot of fun. We saw that with some friends who just brought his lady. Yes, my girlfriend, the the legendary Darren. <laughs> yes, yes. Who you who who maybe you never know might make an appearance at some point if he's interested. We, you know, can't just bring up a legend and and <laughs> not not show him off. Yes. Oh, well, uh, yeah. Where should we start? Um, um. I mean, yeah. What are your just impressions from the film? Well, I, you know, I was really happy with um, certain aspects of the film really delivered mm-hmm. for me. You know, like I, I really, I, I loved how funny it was because it yeah. was not really advertised as a comedy. Um, you know, like mm-hmm. there are, you know, some fun, th- campy things that we saw in the trailers that were kind of intriguing with the dancing and all sorts mm-hmm. of that. But like there was nothing I recall from the trailers that strictly scre- screamed out funny. Yeah, it made me more wary weary of like going into it because like i don't know what this is going to be like is this supposed to be actually bad or not but then i looked at who wrote it which is the person who wrote malignant so i was like oh i feel like this is going to be very up the same vein as malignant which i loved so um, and it was was, um, was, oh yeah go ahead sir oh no yeah and it was just very campy very weird um that one definitely plays more on the characters in uh megan uh, plays more on like the characters because you know them, you know who they are, and like you're you kind of know what the direction it's going to be going. But it's like definitely you're more focused on them, whereas like in Malignant, it's more focused on the mystery surrounding the character and like all these funny tertiary characters that have like one or two dynamics to them, but nothing crazy. So it's definitely more character driven in this one, and they actually made like a villain that is very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Malignant's villain is really good, but like this villain. Megan is just really fun and also like just like a, a funny piece you know it's kind of like Chucky but robot and evil so <laughs> yeah oh. I I really liked um just it was it was pretty much just anytime Megan was on screen I was really intrigued because like mm-hmm. not only like one one of the things I remember hearing what people were saying about it was the film looks more expensive than it is. Exactly, yeah. Like Megan is her the effects they used for her are so good looking that like it's hard to tell that this is like not that expensive of a movie. Right? It's like mm-hmm. under ten million, five five to ten million. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's a blumhouse, so they usually they usually like the standard ten million. And, and uh, this... it was uh yeah, eleven point seven or eleven point five, because I know it or no, twelve point five. Because it made eleven point seven on its opening day, and they were like, "It almost made its budget back in one day." <laughs> yeah, and it was um, directed by the guy who directed Housebound. Did you ever see that? No, I watched that for the first time last year for my October movie marathon. Okay, and that's a really fun horror comedy from like New Zealand. Okay, <laughs> um, and so. I can definitely see a lot of the influences from that film poured over into this in certain ways. And um, I will say maybe the only part of it that was a little bogged down for me was it, it did have like the direction wasn't as strong as maybe I would have liked, you know, it, yeah. definitely, it felt like a Blumhouse film in certain ways in that. Realm. Yeah. Um, but um, what was it? The like, it also felt like um, it was trying to push for an R rating, but then they were like, well, you know, we could probably make a little bit more money if it's PG-13. So it, exactly. almost, it almost felt like they filmed an R-rated version and they cut out all the blood. Yeah, it feels you know, like there could definitely be like an R-rated home video uncut, or home release. Unri- that would be very nice, but you know. Uh, you, know. you never know. Maybe <laughs> we'll get an unrated cut. Now, that would be thing. nice. Did you hear it already got a sequel announced? Yes, yeah. There's a, yeah. a the biggest thing that I saw that was pretty funny. I was like going around on Twitter is uh, um, 
how people are like, oh, we should have like bring back like Freddy versus Jason style movies and do it with like Megan and like Malignant Monster or like something else. And just like have these crossovers within Bloomhouse since they have so many properties like Megan versus like uh, the Conjuring doll. <laughs> Annabelle, mm -hmm. <laughs> some some just dumb crap like that. That'd be yeah. pretty funny. You never know these days. There's gonna be so much universe stuff in the future. We, could, I, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Let's yeah. just put it that way. Um, you know, it was just there was a lot of great like lines and and moments, and there's a lot of great bits. It almost felt like it had really good sketch bits. Mm -hmm. yeah. like the opening montage of like the like whatever toys those were the the, the that oh awesome. yeah like those are pretty funny like that that set the bar right away of like okay this is going to be silly and funny in certain ways and that and like um there are some pretty disturbing parts that were like kind of thrown in there i was like okay so there's a scene here with a dog where is this going there's yeah. there's the scene with this really mean kid who's like Doing that, got, weird. That, that was a little gross <laughs> yeah it got really strange and then and then it all um uh tra not train wrecks but you know it, it goes <laughs> it went in a good direction at a certain yeah. point where like he gets chased by Megan. yeah everything everything didn't it wasn't pulling punches but it was making sure that it wasn't like going too far for like the common audience mm -hmm. while still keeping its kind of like unorthodox uh, like campiness I feel like if they want to, they can do an even better sequel because this yeah. this really set the groundwork exactly for, for yeah. what they wanted to do, and I think they're gonna they're gonna learn from it and be like, okay, this really worked, this didn't work. I think the the biggest like part of the film that didn't work for me as much was just like the all the like company employee. Yeah, like, I was gonna say the work dynamic and like the the side characters from just the company weren't just as interesting. Yeah, and like, I feel like it's definitely heading in a direction where it's not gonna be about that because of the ending of how it's going to go into um, what it is uh, will definitely be like how it's going to be a sequel. And yeah. it's pushes completely away from that. And they kind of like in that chapter. So if they're going to go make a sequel, which they definitely are, um, it's going to be something completely different and more interesting, I think yeah. uh, just because of how it ended. Yeah. And it was um, like, I felt like some of those characters that were, like her coworkers and people like there was a people mm -hmm. that the few that were a little underdeveloped like it was this guy who was like stealing company files yeah and you was just like a like weird he, side plot yeah it, it felt like he was going to be like thrown in more and have more integral part to the plot but then he just kind of ends up uh well you know megan finds out no one finds out megan no one, knows yeah <laughs> megan's like i know because i'm the internet i'm yeah. tapped into everything there, there's definitely a lot of um Conven plot conveniences for Megan, right? Yeah. Because she's apparently connected to everything and knows everything. Mm -hmm. So the film kind of runs with that in a good way. But like definitely in a way where like, you know, they were like, okay, we can't write ourselves out of this. So let's just let's just say that Megan knows. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. But yeah, no, I think it was a really fun time. Definitely a good one to see in the theater. Um mm -hmm. cause you know, you get a good a lot of good laughs. Our theater wasn't that packed, but we had a good yeah. we had a nice group and Yeah. It was the uh, four of us, so at least we had more than like just you and me. Yeah. Yeah, uh the music in it was hilarious. I thought their choice of music was the most random oh. songs from the last twenty years. And, the and fact then they that had like the old lullaby to throw in there, it was hilarious. The fact that we had her sing. <laughs> yeah. That a was... lullaby that was Titanium by David Guetta and Sia, which is hilarious. And then we had um, a piano rendition of uh, uh, like a Toy Soldiers by Eminem. That was I was like I was like getting like weird. But I was just like listen, like bro, is this is this is this like a Toy Soldier? <laughs> and then like I forget the song that she sings at the end during the final fight, but like, mm. it was what? like some it was like an old fifties like lullaby or some shit. Oh okay, yeah, because I, I remember did she sing Firework? Or no. no. It was, just it was titanium. titanium. Put okay. me down and I won't crawl. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> she definitely... Uh, and then... Well, she sang a song um, when she was trying to comfort um, the daughter. Um, in yeah, the, in the bed. It, that was titanium. No, no, not that scene. It's oh. the scene where they're um, doing the, like, promotion marketing thing oh, for Megan. Yeah. And, and she's really sad and she goes and comforts her. And then she, like, you know... 
breaks into song about something. <laughs> yeah. Are you looking it up? Uh, I'm gonna just see what it what it has. Yeah. But um, those scenes, like any time Megan spoke, was just I almost had a I had a, a smirk or a, a a crack, a giggle. You know, I was. It just felt like any time she was on screen, that really enhanced the film. <laughs> Because she was just um, it was an original song called "Tell Me Your Dreams." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Yeah, so no, that that really added to yeah. the film. It was like a Disney, like little vibe too, just like the rising. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So that that definitely a fun watch. I, I would check it. I would probably watch it again. Um, I, I, that's one I would I would either buy. Um, on maybe on digital and, and rent and watch it with friends for sure so that's a solid that's a solid three and a half to four and a half out of five stars for me yeah yeah i said i gave it like a three and a half four yeah my initial reaction was three and a half it was a bing crosby so oh okay. i sent to uh to eight the positive accentuate the positive okay you gotta send. Oh yeah, yes, I remember At the this end, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's definitely like certain with the campy movies, unless they like really like detention, are just like really <laughs> in there in like my heart, and I just love them and I quote them all the time. They're usually a solid like three and a half, you know, a seven oh, yeah. to an eight. I like the like seven and a half to eight. I like the ten point scale with half yeah. points, so I like seven and a half to eight on that movie. I was just fun. Oh, nothing absolutely. I can complain. Nothing crazy to complain about. It was just a fun movie. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, I think if we have time, do you think we have time to do any Oscar predictions? Um, yeah, we were talking about just doing the best picture, which I think is that what we should pick. Yeah, we could just, um, because, we could just um, pick 11 movies that we narrow it down to. Yeah, and because next week we're getting the uh, Oscar nomination announcements and so we're going to record our episode on tuesday next week so we can just do a quick reaction and then or not a quick reaction but do a reaction <laughs> and then talk about who our favorites are that mm -hmm, we want to win mm -hmm. and then who we think will win yeah that that's what we'll good. do next week yeah, but yeah like for a... uh let's see just like yeah what, what 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 came out last year man right well we <laughs> can we can just throw a few out that are probably some uh, either um, yeah. obvious choices yeah but... i yeah Okay, um, let's let's pick five that are for sure getting in, and then let's pick everything, five. everywhere, all at once. Obviously, yeah. Top Gun, yes. Fableman, yeah. Banshees, mm-hmm. And then uh, what won some Golden Globes, or at least was nominated? Uh, Elvis. Elvis has a shot. I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's in the top five, mm -hmm. but I'd say it absolutely has a shot. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah. Um, I'd throw it in there if because mm -hmm. we know that the the Oscars will probably not pick eleven movies. They never do. Mm -hmm. They have the ability to, but I'm they thinking they'll go, probably do eight. They they always go nine to ten. I think. Um, I think yeah. last year we had ten. Yeah, I think ten definitely. Uh, Babylon maybe. I they think Babylon. A, um, uh, it's getting a lot of nominations from everyone and all I the think, shows. I think Babylon will get nominated for a bunch of awards, but I don't know if it'll be. I don't think it'll win picture. anything. I think it'll maybe get soundtrack again or something like that. Best yeah, production, you know. Yeah, I don't. I almost don't think it will be nominated for best picture, but we have yeah. seen some lower, like mixed, reviewed films get mm -hmm. best picture nomination before. Um, maybe Avatar. Avatar, I think, is gonna be. I think it'll will just because of how box office is. But Black I don't Panther think Wakanda. Kind of, no. I think I think it has a chance. I think it's, it's like a 50 yeah, I think it's, it's I think a it's an 11 flip. seed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and then yeah, what after that? Maybe Bill Nye's like living. Mm, yeah. That was almost... that was getting a lot of award buzz and then now it's, that it's like about to come out, no one's talking about it. You know what would be crazy if somehow RRR could get a best picture nom. They could get a best picture nom, they just can't get a foreign language. But so I, I doubt that I it could would. see that happening. Well, yeah, I could see it happening, but I doubt that it will. Uh, maybe the sun, but I I think that's kind of passed over. You mean after the father. Sun? No, the sun. Okay. The sequel to the father. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I've... Wait, that's a that's a movie. 
Yeah, Hugh Jackman got nominated for Golden Globe. That's a sequel. That's a sequel to The Father. Yeah, it's uh, not. I don't know if it's a direct sequel or not, but it's in the same universe. It's a trilogy. This The Father's Son, and I don't know if it's like the daughter of the Holy Spirit. Oh, wow! <laughs> it's something like that. But yeah, it's the Father, the Son, and then there's a third one. That's going to be coming out in like a year or two by the if same I'm... director. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Oh, that's the Hugh Jackman one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah that that Bill Nye got nominated for Living and Hugh Jackman did for The Sun. I think that they'll probably just get the actor noms and like other nominations yeah. for other awards rather than actually get them for yeah that. I um, haven't not heard enough about um, Living. Mm-hmm. You know, it, yeah, I don't I, think Glass Onion will get nominated. Ooh, I, outside ooh, Chance. Ooh, there's an outside could, chance. Yeah, I'd give it an outside chance, but I don't think so because they didn't. Did they? I don't think they nominated Knives Out for really. Knives that Out got much. a not, the original Knives Out got a lot. Yeah, I think it did, also got a Best Picture nom. It got it won original screenplay. Yeah, and this time uh, Knives Out Glass Onion is likely going to get adapted. It only got screenplay. nominated for Best Original Screenplay. Oh, really? Yep, that's uh, all it got nominated for. Well, I, I could see Knives Out. Gla- I could see Glass Onion being at least adapted screenplay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. So one that we're forgetting, I think, will be a best picture nom is Tar. It's, Tar. It's, I was gonna say that, like, I could say it, but it didn't really get any nominations. Right. Uh, it's it, it got, a it got drama, of... so I think it. I think it got. It got that. So I know it'll get like best original, and then. I feel like it definitely has um, an Oscar-y feel to it. You yeah. Know, it's an Oscar. It's not. I wouldn't quite mm-hmm. call it Oscar bait, but it is an Oscar movie. Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel strongly about it, and it is really well done. Yeah, even though I hated it, I know well, she got nominated know. for it. Uh, and they are missing Blonde. I, I could see Blonde uh, getting nominated because they've Blonde. nominated some really controversial movies just to okay, throw them uh, in there for Best Picture. Okay, I, I will not put Blonde in our in our final 11 because... I'm not going to. I'm just saying out on the outside chance, I could totally see them doing I that. I could see Ana de Armas getting nominated, and I could, see, <clears throat> I could see one or two more nominations for like production design or something. Yeah. But yeah, no. Yeah. Do you see any international <laughs> films? Have I seen um, any? No. How do you think any? Oh, like the what's only, the favorite? The only one of the international films getting a best picture nom, I think, is RRR. I yeah, haven't and, heard enough about anything else. Yeah, Decision Leaves getting a lot of oh. love in the film kind of more Buffy community, I guess. Like, in a lot of the like critics are like, "Oh, it's so good. It's like Vertigo." Blah blah. blah. Yeah. Talked about it last time on last episode, but um, Decision to Leave, I don't think. I think that's one of the better ones. But Argentina, 1985, All Quiet on the Western Front, I think is the maybe the closest, I would say. All Quiet on the Western Front might. For a Best Picture nominee? I would say that on the outside, a very outside chance. Okay. But I would say I don't think any international films, except for maybe RRR, just so they can give it some love. Um, one other one I don't think we've brought up. Well, I may, I slightly mentioned it, but is After Sun, which I haven't oh, heard yeah. a lot about, but that is winning some awards yeah. for sure. Yeah, that one is, I don't think it'll get it. It's got really any Oscar nominations because it didn't get. It's got this big up and coming actor in Paul Mescal who's now going to be in Gladiator sequel. Yeah, yeah, but I just don't think it's the movie that'll get nominations. Yeah, it's just too late to the show. Yeah, you know, it's like Buzz is just picking up, and I, I think, I think it's a really good film. I haven't seen it yet, but I think it's a really good film, and it has a chance to get like some nominations, but I don't think it'll get it. I think there's a very, to... I think it was a very good outside shot for Pinocchio. Uh yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, Triangle Sadness got nominated for a Golden Globe. I could see that getting nominated uh, for. Uh, I think Best Triangle Picture. Sadness has a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are you looking at like that the ones that were nominated for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I was looking at their nominations because yeah, on like this predictions, they say Top Gun, Fablemans, Banshees, Everything Everywhere, Tar, Elvis, Black Panther, quite on the Western Front, The Whale. I don't think so. I, I could see it, but I, I I mean I know it won't win. I'm really That'd not sure gonna, yet. Yeah, but totally I see it. It'll, it'll get some nominations. It'll and then living, living, they have at ten. Huh. So yeah, it's just you have to. The voters are completely different. Yeah. Bunch of older American, but this time, usually white dudes. But this time the academy has expanded a lot. Yeah. So the chances of some more obscure picks getting nominated or mm-hmm. more more. You know, not obscure, but um, more indie or more, you know, just less Oscar baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Another one that I think will get in probably is women talking because we don't have a lot of there, there, there are like five female directed films that are kind of circulating around now. And I think that's probably the one that's the most prominent in mm-hmm. terms of winning the most awards and probably, probably going to be seen the most. Yeah. Cause if I'm looking at, yeah, like looking at this list, they don't have a one female director nominated for best picture and that yeah. probably that's why i feel happen. like women talking is is the highest like the the, the oscars will have to do, include one i don't know if they'll include a female director this year for best director but they have mm-hmm. to include a female directed yeah i could see i could see women talking um uh, i don't think she said really has a chance what about the woman out. king do you think that one has a chance I think that might get a best uh, actress, lead actress. I just don't think it'll get. Uh, I could, I could see it on the outside chance. I'd put it in, like the fifteen. One thing that I've heard great things about, but no one is t- is really talking about it. Unfortunately, like I've like, yeah, it I, came out uh, like in August or September, I think. Well, right at the end of the summer. Yeah, I was gonna say though, another film that I've heard a lot of, like I've heard it's really good, but like no one is talking about it is Till. Oh yeah, that movie that... kind of that didn't really do good at her art theater, but yeah, it's just like everybody's kind of forgot about that movie. Yeah, that's what I mean. But from what I, I know, that I, I feel like Daniel Deadweiler's is like 100% getting an actress nominee. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the movie is just not getting enough traction. Yeah, I don't think they're yeah pushing it. And then the same with like a movie like She Said, which is a big topic, but yeah. that's where I feel like the Oscars might. That could be like the number eleven, where like the Oscars mm-hmm. throw it in there, just because it it is yeah. so central to. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to pick the like bottom four that don't yeah. really won't win, just because it's a lot of like signaling to certain things to like make people happy. Just because yeah. there's a lot of things that you they'll want to pick, like oh you know, because they're more keen about it instead yeah. of just nominating some random movie by an actor director who's been nominated a bunch of times mm-hmm. and he won't win but here you go here's another nomination and it definitely diversify it and at least give some more appreciation to films that haven't been so yeah i definitely i like, could see after some in that region but i definitely feel like they'll focus on different demographics or just yeah. like something more independent so um here, so here's my thought let's go one movie at a time until we get 11 that we agree on okay all right everything everywhere all at once yeah, that's an obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, Banshees of Inisherin. Mm-hmm. Babelman. Yep, that's three. Tar. Tar Algar, yeah, four. After Sun. I would put that I, at I'm, like a ten. I, I I'm okay with holding off After Sun for now. Yeah, I'll hold off on After Sun. Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's Avatar it's, or Black Panther. It's gonna Avatar. Avatar is better than the first one, and it it the first one was it, you know it, it, yeah. I'm saying it's it's that's a ten or eleven, but it's in. Mm-hmm. So we can agree on that. So that's five. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Elvis. Yeah. I think Elvis. I'm, I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. There's so much love for Elvis in the older yeah. crowd. Did we already say Top Gun and Banshees? We have not said Top Gun, but we did say Banshees. So Top okay. Gun could be number six or seven. Because we got Elvis, Elvis, Tar, Fableman, Fableman, Banshees. Banshees, everything everywhere all at once, and Tar. Yeah, six. And all right. Eight. Um, so that's those are for sure. And then Pinocchio. I. Th- they're really rough at nominating animated stuff, but I'll 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 throw it in because that's something that I'd want. And this is just not really our big thing, so. Yeah. picking what we think will be dope yeah, Let's, yeah. Let, that that can be I, i'm willing to risk pinocchio but if we want to mm-hmm. swap it out for one later we can yeah okay Glass um, onion uh, i'm gonna say no because just I'm based gonna... on based on based on the past with knives out yeah based on the past with the knives out and babylon it did get a gold would... it did get a globe as much no. as I would love for Babylon to be nominated for Best Picture, mm-hmm. and and the fact that it is like an old Hollywood, like it's a it's a mm-hmm. Oscar movie, um, yeah. I'd pick it over like The Whale and like Living. Yeah, hundred percent. Let's hold off. Let's go back to Babylon. Mm-hmm. But let's go through a few more because we've got. Seven. She said, uh, "I must say no." I must say they'd pick Women Talking over that. 
yeah let's and that so one seems we're, we're, more cool like that that i like that yeah. premise. i'm gonna see that movie when it comes out on the 27th yeah uh so let's let's agree on women talking so is that mm-hmm. eight? um let me just write these down right now <laughs> so it was everything everywhere all at once top gun um banshees banshees tar tar elvis elvis Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Women talking. And then we say Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight. Okay, we got three more. R okay, R cool. R. I I like that. I just think that that'd be super funny if it didn't get nominated for an international. I would love if that happened. That. Yeah. That, I think that would just that's our like fun pick. <laughs> yeah. And I really definitely get see song. That. This wasn't a good year for song, so I definitely think that it's a favorite for song. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna throw one at you that we haven't talked about yet. Mm-hmm. Nope. I was thinking that because did he get nominated for uh, what's it called? Get out. Did he? Get, I, know, I know he didn't get get out, but uh, no, he got. He, no, oh, he won out. best. Did he get best but, screenwriter? Get Get Out was a best picture nomination. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was. Yeah, it got best, and he won best screenwriter for something. I was like us or something. I don't. I'm pretty sure he probably run. He run. I think he won, won for, screenplay for Get Out. I think he won screenplay for Get Out. I nope, just came out like at a time, which is kind of weird. But if we're going for like, because that would be nine, I kind of like yeah. that. And then that also fits into like a category of getting a different type of director. And also, he's kind of becoming now an award favorite just because he kind of broke that mold originally. Uh huh. And nope is good enough. Okay. They have so, a lot of scenes that they'll show from that. You know. Yeah. Which looks good. Looks good to show during the show. Yeah. Okay. Um. The whale. I don't like it for best picture. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think I think maybe yeah, best original screen or best adaptive screenplay and best actor. Yeah. What about and maybe supporting actress? Probably. Yeah. For Sadie Sink. What about the Woman King? <laughs> no, I just don't yeah. think that they would do that. I don't think it I, has would, a, I don't. I, could, I don't think it's enough of an Oscar movie. Yeah, I would. I would give it eleven if I were like actually a voter back. All right. Throwing another one in that we haven't talked about. The Batman. The Batman? I doubt that's going to get anything. Same <laughs> with, like, Norseman. Batman and Northman are going to get nothing. But, hey, Dark Knight? Mm-hmm. The Dark Knight was a nominee, right? Yeah. I just think I think Babylon would round out the 10. I, at this point, I'm okay with adding Babylon in. That would Yeah, because then we would have Everything Everywhere All at Once, Top Gun, Banshees, Tar, Elvis, Pinocchio, Woman Talking, Avatar, RRR, Nope, Babylon. What about Triangle of Sadness? Triangle of Sadness, I think it'll get screenplay. No, you don't think I it'll don't, get I don't, picture? I think it has a, it's it's probably like 12 or 13. Okay. Yeah. What about but... Till? Till, no. Definitely not best picture. I still feel like we should reconsider She Said. I just like, to, I think Women Talking has gotten way more press than She oh. Said. Did we, we don't have Wakanda Forever in there. Yeah, we don't. Should we? I feel like Black Panther was a best picture nominee. Yeah, Black Panther was, and then we'd have to get rid of another one, though. So it's kind of like nope Wait, or that. No, it's a, we're nominating 11. I think that's 11? 11. Oh, I'd put Black Panther then, yeah. I definitely won't win, but I think it definitely has, like, the, you know, they kind of want to get those people to watch, you know, all right, Marvel see, fans and all that. Yeah, let's see what our list is, and then let's see if there's any other possible contenders. Top Gun, everything uh, everywhere all at once. Banshees of Inisherin, Tar, Tear, Elvis. Pinocchio, Women Talking, Avatar, RRR, Nope, Babylon, Black Panther. I'm I'm very happy with this list. I I mean, there's a lot of risks. There's like three in there, three or four that are really risky. We have twelve. <laughs> oh. Um, we should probably take out Nope. Yeah. Nope's Nope's are our want. Nope will get some nominations, but I yeah. don't think it's going to be a best picture nomination. It's I not definitely, Oscar, I definitely it's not feel like they pick uh, Black Panther over Nope. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's they not just got, they got to throw a Marvel movie in there, and that was popular, and it also. But it's also, like, it, you know, like the re- the realism of the tribute for Chadwick Boseman. Exactly, that's the thing is that they There's really some... want to. They'll probably really want to dig into like, oh, hey, this is like a thing for an actor who passed away. They have the opportunity to play that song too. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think that that definitely yeah, that's solid eleven, and then perfect. 
will be interesting. But yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a week from tomorrow. Yeah. Well, look forward to that next week, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, shall we just briefly touch on what movies we might watch this week? And yeah, then we'll do our wrap it up. Our wrap up for what we assume we might watch. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? Since I usually sure. go first. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have. Uh, I'm not quite sure what I'm going to watch next, but um, like I still haven't seen the Fablemans. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm actually really interested Atrocity. now seeing a man called Otto. Uh, yeah, I don't want to see that. It's so popular at our work just because that's our demographic is older people. Yeah, I just seen the trailers and they're kind of like. Uh... I'm trying to avoid the trailer, but from I've, I watched a review. <laughs> There's a really bad race joke in the trailer. Oh, I'm trying no. to like play on it, and like like haha, we're making a joke of a joke on race, and it's like kind of just feels weird. And it's like oh, this is gonna be like most of the movie. It seems really sad too. I think he's like suicidal in it yeah yeah it's like i'd rather just watch the whale (laughs) yeah (laughs) which which might be that has a higher chance so the whale's probably up there for me i do want to see triangle of sadness um Mm -hmm. um i do want to see after sun Mm -hmm. that one's yeah only in weird theaters around here we don't have anything close which kind of sucks to throw some kind of random ones road dolls matilda the musical (laughs) yeah i do want to see that at some point i love matilda growing up at the 90s one mm-hmm. uh plane oh don't don't say don't say gerard it's jared butler apparently uh, he's been wanting people to say jared butler his entire career just like no brendan fraser said brendan fraser oh no frazier i think he said in an interview he's like call me fraser that's how well, you we pronounce got, it yeah <laughs> well um rrr still on my list mm-hmm. all quiet on the western front mm-hmm Bones and all, mm. seen that. We were talking about maybe seeing Skinamarink. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna probably see that within the next week. Um, so Skinam, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I'm just going off my whole 20, yeah. 20 watch list movie list here. Um, there's that movie I was telling you about, Stick, which is a Peacock original horror film. Yeah, which I just discovered today. I think I saw the trailer for it. Um. The Wonder with Florence Pugh on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That one seemed really like it was going to get some possibly grown to Oscar buzz, but it just died. Yeah. Uh, the Fallout. I never saw that with Jenna Ortega on HBO Max. Emily the Criminal. Been wanting to watch mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's definitely something. Heard good things. Lady Chatterley's Lover. Netflix. Uh, you guys have Corsage. I don't really know if I want to see that or not. Yeah. <laughs> Austrian list. movie about the Austrian Queen of Elizabeth, not the English one. Do you want to see eventually see uh, Hustle? Oh Hustle. yeah, Adam Sandler. Adam uh, Broker. I think we're yeah. gonna try to see Broker. Yeah, I'd say I'd say for me, it's yeah Broker, Skinnerink, and then I know I'm seeing The Whale next Tuesday night, so I probably won't have seen it for the next episode, but I will <laughs> have talked about it. And then last but not least, Thirteen Lives. Never saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I think because I'm going on a trip for the next four days, so I'm probably only going to see Skinamarink, Paroker, and that, and then maybe some random ass movie I watch in the hotel with my girlfriend. So <laughs> there you go. Well, so we're, yeah, I think we're going to try to see Broker. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, yeah. we'll plan on that for now. Yeah, I'll I'll put that down as our watch with us is Broker because I okay. feel like that's going to be my highest priority to watch that movie. Yeah, because it's it's not going to be around for that long. Exactly, and it's at um, work, so. Yeah. Um, I'll watch The Last of Us, so we can talk mm-hmm. about that. Yes, Last of Us. And yeah, So I'm watch with gonna... us, Last of Us. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm probably going to end up watching Puss in Boots, the first one. I don't know if I'll watch both the first and the second. So probably that's that's where I'm looking at for this week. A couple. Nice, yeah, yeah. Puss in Boots we could definitely talk about next week, too. So if you haven't seen it, yeah. hopefully... He sees it, and then we can. Yeah. If not, eventually. Okay. Well, do you have any last parting words? No, I don't think so. Uh, I'm just excited to see what gets nominated, so I can hate watch the Oscars and be <laughs> mad what didn't get nominated. We covered a lot um, of ground this week. Yeah. Um, yes. Definitely, definitely, will get more interesting or more, I guess, rega- highly regarded in our what we're watching. Um, just as Oscar season rolls closer. Yes, my, my yeah. And my Oscars. Watch list, 
my watch list might take a 180 at once we get all the Oscar noms and that's yeah that might end up being my entire watch list yeah <laughs> I need I need to get better with my watch list I need to make go get go get a new app for my watch list or something yeah it's it's tough but uh, I think I have a good system right now and I'm just gonna keep rolling with it until it breaks <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so but um yeah well I think we did good it looks like we're almost a 10 minutes shorter than last time woo woo. Woo, condensed milk of a podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, we shall say goodbye to everyone. and Yes. Thank you for tuning for in. Week. If you tuned in last week. Yeah. Wow. We got at least 50 views. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks. Very thanks. cool. We Hopefully. are looking to expand to a couple different platforms soon. Yes. Soon I will be uploading episode one under the same name, Mile Minute Movie Talk, on Spotify and Apple for nice. podcasts. So hopefully we'll be on there within the next week and essentially just be uploading those. It's pretty easy for me once I just get it all set up. So nice. All right. Well, if you guys enjoyed this, keep keep let us know. Let us know what you want us to talk about. If you have any requests, like Better Call Saul, we love taking requests for things we love talking yes. about. So yeah, anything that's topical just tell us and we will probably talk about it <laughs> yeah if we know if there's if we know something or anything about it we will probably talk about it. even if we don't know anything yeah. about it we might just go ahead and talk about it for you exactly <laughs> ask us a question or just let us know what you want us to do we are here to serve <laughs> yes exactly all right everyone. that thank you <laughs> thank you very much yeah and look forward to more to come yes we'll see you next week next week y'all Catch you later. Catch ya. <laughs>